1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
2: The Millwall Fan Show, the latest on the Lions. And all the gossip from the den. Plus you fans getting vocal on the socials. The Millwall Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Love Sport London, a great station for a great city. City. city, 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 city. city.
3: to know the best team of gold Everybody
4: knows us We're Cold
5: Mill Whoa Let them come Let them come Let them come Let them all come down to the den It's Saturday in Coldwell Lane we all come down to cheer We've got our jelly deals and our Friday night across here. the capital come Three minutes past nine is Last Sport Radio, 558M, DAB Online, and via your Lexus smart speaker. Big thanks to the Chelsea guys. I'm dead. I'm dead. Nick, would you like an orange? I'd love an orange. Good for my... vitamin oh, C yeah, yeah, intake. Yeah, yeah, Man of your, my age. Help yourself, mate.
4: Well, thank you very help much. Help yourself to...
5: Man of your age? Yeah, well, yeah, you've got, got to
4: look after yourself. You're not you that get. old, Nick. I'm not that old, no, but, you know... You look good for your age, pal. Well, that's, that's, that's very kind of you to, look you good to say, for your age, so, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the number of oranges I'm eating.
5: Yeah, you're flying solos
4: tonight, though. Yeah, yeah, I've been abandoned by my colleagues. Oh,
5: dear. A
4: little bit like um, really the boy on the island, abandoned. Where, where, where's where's Harry? Uh, Harry's working. There he's he, he works, works shifts, um, Friday night shift, so he's, uh, he should... Maybe he's even listening to you. If you're out of reach... Big up, H. Um, Mickey Simpson was due to come in, but he's got stuck in traffic. Not good, Mickey. So um, I'm afraid, dear listeners, you've just got me and Aaron, but I think we can do it. We'll do do it. Of course
5: we will, pal. Of course we will. Let's start. Uh, Should we start? Where do you want to start? In fact, yeah, it's your show. Where do you want to start, pal? It's the end of the season.
4: The endless road of the summer stretches out before us not much to fill it up no football uh-huh. it's, it's it's grim summertime's grim what do you think Have, you, have, you, have you, you, had, you like
5: the summertime on? have you had that sort of sinking feeling yet yeah um, I want the season to start up again it's a horrible feeling it really really is a horrible feeling I hate it especially you know when you're coming out the ground you're just walking down the stairs after that last game and you're like Oh no! When I was a kid, I used to get
4: the bus. I used to live in Mottingham in South East London. I used to get the bus up to New Cross just to go and look at football grounds. Mm. I used to go to I didn't get the Cholton dead easy, and just go and look at an empty football. ground I love ground. that. It's um, eerie. You peer it? over the wall. Um, yeah, and it's it, eerie. It's they r- would take the goals down. This fascinated me as a kid. They would take the goals down to grow the grass clearly, um, and you would just look at it. And this was the wonder of football. Beautiful. Um, I don't know if kids do that kind of thing anymore. I, I, do
5: you know? Funny enough, I do that a lot. Did you? do that. Look at the ground. All all The time I'd often go on, like a, you know, a little bike or something like that, and just like you know, cycle around it. The one I used to do all the time was our Wembley.
4: Yeah, I was on the wrong side of London for Wembley. See, I, was, I, I lived um, in Wembley, right? So door, it was handy, but I,
5: I always used to see our Wembley. And, and when we used to go, the su- there was a supermarket built about three minutes from the old Wembley. So when me, me LD used to go and do the shopping, I'd nip out. There's a little side gate that used to be open, mm. so I'd nip out the side gate and walk down Wembley Way. It used to fascinate me, Wembley, because
4: um, it was kind of um, gorgeous. Well, it, it was both iconic and seedy as well, wasn't it? There were the the kind of big car park around it with all the the, the market traders.
5: Oh, the Wembley Market! Yeah, it was cl- legendary. <laughs> and, the, and the fact they used to have greyhound racing <laughs> it used to fascinate me. I it? just I just had this thing about Wembley. I it was just it was such a big thing for me. And do you know what? Fun enough, you know, you talk about like looking over the wall into the pitch mm. um, at Wembley. You know, you have the two ramps going up. Yeah, you did. Yeah, underneath. we're well, still there. Underneath. The ramps, you, you know, you know, they used to have these arches go at, at the old. Yeah, Rimby. they did. Yeah, and there yeah, was one central arch, right? And that was the main tunnel where the where the coaches used to get dropped off, right? And more often than than not, that used to be open, and you used to be able to see. The into, pitch,
4: the ground, into the ground and
5: it was just um, the most amazing thing you know just sneaking up and looking through
4: do you remember the first time you went to a football ground of any and saw yep. the pitch it's, yes it's, it's one of
5: those moments but tr- truth be told Nick, truth be told even, even right now um, I was talking about my club Manchester mm. United you know mm. I, I used to go and watch them yeah. All the time. But now, due to work commitments, I go and watch other clubs. You know, I'm, I'm watching football yeah. every Saturday. Like, yeah. And I've always talked about two things. The first one is, is when I come out of the, of the motorway and turn right, I see the back of the East End. Right. And I see it, and Old Trafford's a bit of an angle when you're driving down okay. da- down the A56. It's, it's at a real angle. And I see it, and I get goosebumps on the back of my neck. And I've always said to myself, the day I stop getting goosebumps is the, 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 the day I stop going. You've got to, got to turn it in at that stage, haven't you? It's, you know, of course. But its magic. Every time I see them, I just get these goosebumps. But seeing the pitch is such an amazing thing yeah. I'm fortunate enough that you know again when I go to grounds I see them when they're empty in their sheer beauty <laughs> you know and some of them you know I went to be it the Den be it Old Trafford, Wembley you know I'd even say the Old Boleyn you know going there and just looking around and you're just like wow what a place.
4: It's, it's you know like the, the Manchester United Theatre of Dreams idea it, it is that every ground has a little touch of that it's, it is, um, it is, it's, a, it's a source of wonder I mean the first, first the first football pitch I saw in the sense of a professional football ground was Wembley. We were on oh school trips, watching England schoolboys match against West Germany. What a West place. Germany. Yeah. Not Germany, West Germany. And again, you know, the first thing that struck me was this emerald green pitch. Um, I was, that's I that's I was ours,
5: six so. the, la- the first time I went to Wembley. I mean, right. the, when, you know, I went there and um, it was just possibly the most amazing thing I've ever
4: ever seen. Now I'd like to get a few callers because I'm on my Jack Jones here, dear listeners abandoned by my friends and colleagues so tell us what the first pitch what well, the first ground you went to what was your first time you saw a professional Sounds
5: pitch. like a Call caller. after this we'll be speaking to Pat O'Connor this is Last Book.
6: Hey deck, great time for a baby, really takes the heat off I have to tell you, great work Love
0: Sport. I work for A Spokesman Said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit A Spokesman Said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal.
2: Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Right. Have you had sex outside? I'm just
0: asking.
7: Have you had sex outside It's right. not comfortable. It no. isn't. On a beach is the worst.
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what?
2: On those, one of those barriers for a change in, did you? Or did you just go for it? No, no, no. It's a family beach.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Kids, look away. Mummy and Daddy are going to. Have some mummy and
2: daddy time <laughs> yeah. No of course it was private Good lord What do you, you <laughs> make of me I thought you put my Put up, when put up a windbreak Yeah yeah windbreak yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 Stick out the windbreak love We're gonna do it <laughs> Weekdays from 6am Me and Kanye
6: West Seriously on the same page Beyonce really did have One of the best music videos Of all time Love Love sports
5: now, if you are a football fan, be it Millwall, be it Charlton, be it West Ham, be it whoever you are, you will know, of course, about Isla's fight. It's been a well-publicized uh, uh, appeal for the uh, Isla Caten. And one man who's really taken that appeal uh, to another level is Pat O'Connor, who's going to be walking for Isla around the 12 grounds of London. Pat, are you limbering up yet? How are you feeling? Are, are, you, are you all greased up for tomorrow?
4: I'm I'm already in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it there, Pat. Leave it there,
8: mate.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Talk talk to us about it, Pat. I mean, you know, what gave you the idea and and how's it going to be done?
8: Um, Well, what gave me the idea is basically I think most people know about Isla and her condition. Mm. Um, And you just, I don't know, it gets you the art and you just you want to do something. Um, and when I was a younger man I used to do a bit of ultra distance running and marathon running and bits and pieces and I used to enjoy walking and I thought what can I do and I thought do you know what I'll um, I'll do a walk I'll do something stupid and I just I don't know I can't <laughs> really ridiculous <laughs> idea of I'll, do what I do. I'll walk around all the football around London um, told him I was going to do it, and then worked out how far it was going to be, a full bloody hell. Um, but, yeah, but I'm doing it. And it seems to have captured... I mean, I'm not the only one doing things right. There's been a lot, a lot of people done, done a lot of things and a lot more money than I probably will. Um, but it's captured a lot of people's imagination. And um, I don't know whether it's because of the football walk or because of Ireland or a combination of both. But uh, it's... You might probably see it's getting some money. and Pat, 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 Pat,
4: Pat it's, 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 uh, it's Nick. It's a great thing that you're doing it, mate. 77 miles. Wow. There's yeah. that, some, some distance. When I, I, I got to meet Pat, um, listeners, on, on the previous walk for Isla, which was from uh, Rush Green, West Ham's training ground, to the, the London Stadium. And when I was talking to you, Pat, I must admit, I thought when you said you were doing it over a weekend that you had some Hotel Ibis or Premier Inn lined up somewhere for the overnight. But you're walking through the night, mate, aren't you?
8: Yeah, well, to be honest, Miguel Wren's going to be like a support driver. So she'll be right. driving ahead of me from ground to ground. Yep. Um, she's... <laughs> I get to walk. She is staying in the hotel overnight. She's staying in <laughs> New York at Wembley. Um, if if I've... I mean, I've worked it all out at three mile an hour and a 15-minute break at each ground. Right. And it gets me to the London Stadium half hour before kick off for the Everton game. Um, wow. so I haven't really got much time to spare, but if I manage to crack on a bit and get better at the schedule, I may dash into the Hilton for an hour or two and get some shot. but that's only if I've managed to get a schedule. the schedule. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Now, you're beginning tomorrow at the bowling ground at the, at the Bobby Moore yeah. statue, 7am. Well, yeah, unfortunately,
8: there's no more bowling ground, but yeah. no. no.
4: It's a sad sight. We saw that the other day, mate, didn't we? Um, yeah, I
8: tried not the look,
4: to be honest. of Flats already up, up on the site. Yeah. It's, it's a sad sight, and I say that as a Millwall fan. Um... Bowling at 7am, then you're on to Cholton, that's your first port of call.
8: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna cheat, I'm not gonna go, I'm gonna get the Woolish Ferry across the river. Cheat! Uh, <laughs> <you> know. <that. laughs> and then you in Charlton, on the Millwall. On the Millwall. Um, on to Dowdy Gamlet. Only I've just realised they don't play there anymore, but I'm going there anyway. Well, you can stage a
4: protest um, there, Pat, because they've been barred yeah, from yeah, the, it's the, the, it's the, the the venue, aren't they? Um,
5: yeah, are they? Are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, be, they, they've been turfed out. It's a it's a terrible story, Pat. I mean, they are playing yeah. at the Mitcham, though.
8: Yeah, tooting Yeah, at, which you're going to visit, of course. Which I am. Yeah, unintentionally a bit more solidarity for them because yeah, I'll be going Dulwich, Palace, Palace, Tootin and tooting, Mitchen, yeah, uh, Wimbledon. Then Brent, the longest slog is Wimbledon to Brentford. That's about seven mile. Right. Then Fulham. Uh, Fulham, Chelsea, QPR, Wembley Stadium. Wembley, uh, Wembley's lined up for three fifteen in the morning, Pat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. If uh, do you know what, I'm really hoping. If I'm getting there for about one a.m. Right. If 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 I can get crack on and then maybe grab a couple of hours' sleep and then leave yeah. there about four a.m. Yeah. That, that, if if things have gone really well. Okay. Um, and then Barnet, Wingate, and Finchley. Yeah. Um, people have asked why i running the long league ones. It's basically just to break up the longer distances between the the league clubs just psychologically no, a it's lot easier to be looking at five mile, you know it's a lot easier to look at five miles than sort of ten, twelve miles
4: it makes a nice so, touch Pat as well I mean you know the, the twelve yeah. professional grounds but you know non-league footballs um, you know it's a, it's a wonderful bedrock of the sport I just think it's a nice touch to drop in at these, these you know smaller locations it's called cool. you know maybe that's the
8: wrong way yeah word. I mean when I, was, when I was a younger kid I used to Always used to get over to watch Ormchurch Church play, you know, and yeah. sort of. And I've been, I've been at watching Ormchurch Church, and I've been to Toot, so it's. I think I've been to Wingate and So yeah, I mean, if you're a football fan, you're a football fan, whether it's Old Trafford or Brilliant. or Hamlet, you know, it's a football ground. You honest. And we're all, if you really like your football, you get you get a little shiver, whether it is a 500 crowd, you know, yeah, yeah, 500 capacity stadium or. No, 100,000.
4: We were just saying the same yeah. thing. Is that, It's that buzz of seeing a football pitch for the first time, Pat, it? I think everyone knows yeah. that the first time you go, the first time you see the pitch, it's that, that thrill of, of the game. And yeah. Magic, long may that continue. Then you're going via Spurs, Tottenham's ground. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually,
8: <laughs> well, I have a thing about Spurs, but they, 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 <laughs> their <laughs> fans <Yeah>. have been. <laughs> but their fans have. I've had, I've had some good support from them. Um, some donations, some yeah. you know, some goodwill him, and uh yeah, fair play, fair play. And then onto Arsenal, who again their fans have been really supportive, um, spread the word. Yep. Um then on to Leighton Orient. And, and we're meeting Isla, yeah, yeah, Isla's dad's meeting us at Leighton Orient. Okay. And then we're gonna walk in together. Hopefully, in time to
4: kick off. It's a fantastic cause. It's a fantastic thing you're doing here, Pat. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm going to read out your Just Giving socks. The purpose of the call is to drum up money. because that's, right. that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, uh, it is, yeah, w- is. www just one dot com forward slash fundraising forward slash Pat O hyphen Connor double Oh, r three, um, and I'll, I'll put that on the social media separately. Um, it's, we, we've been doing it all day anyway, so um, hopefully people can see that on the social media. It's a fantastic walk. Um, I really enjoyed the walk for Island that we did, and I thought that was a, that was a wonderful event, and just found it interesting. Like you said, you've had you've had good support from from uh, Millwall fans, uh, some Cholton I think you mentioned on on the walk, yeah. Spurs and Arsenal too. Um, it's it's bringing people together, Pat. It's, it's an interesting thing, isn't it?
8: It is. I think when, I think you know, at the end of the day, it's you see a, a sick child and it gets to your heart. they you, yeah. No matter where, you know, be honest, the football don't really come into it. No. Um, I think the Millwall have linked onto it because I think West Ham, Millwall, they both took 10 size the background, the are the same. Yeah. You know, the very similar family. fans. The very yeah. similar fans. Yeah, very fans similar. Yeah, yeah, very similar. They might not <laughs> agree, but they are. <laughs> well, that's I mean, part of you it. Know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, um, yeah, and I think there's similar values and, yeah, I think it's struck, struck a note with them and to me, it's struck a note with people all, all over. You know, I've had a fella from Glasgow Rangers you know, up there contact me today, you know, and, yeah. you know, I think the more, and that's one of the things about the walk, it's not just the money, it's, it's spreading the word it's getting you know it's, and I think it's definitely done that
4: well, certainly it's one of my life's experiences to have gone into the bowling tavern with you and had a beer <laughs> yeah, in friendly circumstances a, and walked out. That's no, never been yeah, done by a Mill fan before.
8: No, no. <laughs> and, it, it's a, and it's a quite shame because because the bowling, the ground's gone. Yeah. You know, I, we don't know how much longer the bowling pub will last. I'll, t- you I'll tell you what, It's Pat, a beautiful, beautiful building.
5: I'll tell you what, it's Pat. One thing was quite sad I read this week is that Nathan's is going to be shutting. Yeah, Can't it's... Really
8: yeah, it's declared, sad. I, I don't know exactly when, but they have declared their final date and it's not far away. Oh, yeah. No, I
5: yeah. I had one of the you know I, I last year, while I was writing my dissertation, mm. anyone who I had to meet from you know that side of the footballing world, I'd take him for lunch and
4: Nathan. hey, Nathan's,
5: and it was the most best thing because you know, you had all the old days going, What is he doing? <laughs> and it'd be me with a, with, with a phone and a, a microphone, a dictaphone, <laughs> sitting there and pie, and pie and mash. And you know, one, one person ordered jelly eels, I can't really mention any names, one person ordered jelly eels, liquor, you know what? And I'd travel all the way from, um, from, from God's country, Royal Berkshire, all the way. <laughs> Down across the A four hundred and six, down the Newham Way and in towards uh, in towards the bowling, and I'd take a, a cheeky look and you know in, in, at the bowling, you know God bless her and you know at, at Nathan's Pioneer's, but I, I'm really sad. It's such an institution, and it just, I I, I mean, look, you know, I I'm not going to sit here and lecture you Pat on my views on West Ham fans. I think that the protests were too late. They should have protested when that when you know the bowling was going.
8: And you won't find anyone disagreeing. But I think at the time, we were all, all sad. None of us wanted to go, but we'd sort of been convinced that if we pro- were against it, we were sticking the muds and we were stopping the club from progressing to the next level. Um, well, as we found, <laughs> the next level is fighting relegation. <laughs> you know?
4: Do you think the fans were sold a lemon there, really, Pat? I mean, in, in retrospect, mm, I know it's always easy in, in yeah,
8: hindsight. Yeah. yeah, it is easy in hindsight. It's easy to jump on the bandwagon of it, you know, yeah, bashing the chairman and that, but yeah, yeah, we were sold. We were sold a lemon, you know, and and there was a lot of people and a lot of people that have said, you know, we we left without saying a word. You know, none of us wanted to go, but. We didn't protest because we thought if we protested, we were standing in the way of progress. because yeah. that's what we'd been led to believe. Yeah, you know. Um, I, get to finish, I, I, I I didn't want to go. I didn't really want to progress. I was quite happy just watching football. You know, it's at, off a, the, at the
4: ground you've always always followed it. Yeah. yeah.
8: Well, when you talk when you saying earlier about the first time you ever went to a match, my first ever game was at home at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. nineteen seventy eight, we got beat and relegated and that was my first ever game. You know, <laughs> but I was hooked. I? <laughs> that's the way it so works. Isn't it? About, yeah. yeah, it's not all about success. It's it is about the atmosphere and everything, you know, and Yeah. And it's um yeah, it is a crying shame because that's that's gone and it's, <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot been said about the Olympic, saying you don't need me to repeat, but it's not Mm. it ain't what well, it's no like, that's more than
4: football yeah, it's
5: right? not football it Yeah. a yeah. soulless Um, is there yeah. any way we can track what you're doing on your walk Pat is there any way we can keep in contact with you while, yeah, while you're doing it
8: yeah I mean there's there's a Facebook group called London Football Walk for Isla. Mm. Um, I'll put updates on that as I run over each ground and I'll I'll Put a tweet, a tweet out as I get to each ground, and say a photo of each ground. Where you can, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tweet it me outside the main gates. I can't wait to do one outside your place. (laughs)
4: Um, <laughs> well, life's full of surreal experiences including coming on a Millwall fan show um, yeah I know I've never had so many old old. Mu- uh, West Ham um, people retweeting me it's really weird it's a surreal experience yeah
8: but... I don't think you've necessarily won yourself a load of new listeners <laughs> <laughs> I think probably a one off but... <laughs> yeah whatever works mate whatever works
4: we have to keep a yeah. whole
5: weekend in between Millwall and West Ham Millwall Friday night West Ham Monday <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it is Pat <laughs> It's in their <that>, blood <laughs> Yeah. You know, from everyone here, best of luck. You're doing a smashing Absolutely. job, and you know we, we all want to we all want you know you to succeed and it all to go well for you. Remind us again what, what is the Just Giving page? Oh, quite, Nick. Have you got it in front yeah,
4: of you? Uh, www dot one word dot com forward slash fundraising forward slash Pat P A T hyphen O Hyphen Connor, C O N N O R 3. You'll find Pat. Go on go on my, if you're listening to the Millwall fan, go on my um, Twitter page. I've, I've been retweeting Pat stuff all, all day and we'll do all over the weekend as he goes to the various grounds. So there'll be plenty of opportunities to find the, the Isla website and make a yeah. contribution. Anything's welcome, Pat, isn't it?
8: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and as I say, it's um, it's all about Isla. It's something to do with Absolutely, me, to be honest. Yeah. This walk this walk is just one one day's or two day and a half's effort. Isla's going through this every single day, day after day of day. So it's it's about her fight and um like if you haven't got that infinite and Facebook group, London Football Walk for Isla, all the all the details are on that. Really wish you well, Pat.
4: Um, nice I'll be following you.
5: Following you all the mate. Nice, Pat. Thank you. Me. you okay, okay, yeah, get some kit, yeah. pal. Get some. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need make it. Make sure or you I'll get I'll up. Get greased up. Do your physical jerks <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> make, sure, make sure, you have a nice bacon sandwich to grease down the lanes. You know, first thing in the morning, bacon <laughs> oh. sandwich, cup of tea. Get going. You'll be fine, pal. Good luck. Best of luck Thanks from here at Love Sport Radio. There he is, Pat O'Connor doing the walk for Isla. A fabulous cause again for for a fabulous you know what We I, I love a good chat about calls and I love raising awareness of what people are doing we've had my pal Lee Adams who, yeah. who's walked from Fulham to Birmingham poor guy right. I think he, he's still he's, st- he's still walking <laughs> he's still still walking he's still he's still fixed into his chair probably um, you know because when I spoke to him last week he was on his way back from Birmingham he said mate I'm really scared to take my shoes off you know I'm really scared to take my shoes off you know imagine that walking 130 miles over four days it's a long
4: distance I I found the, the ten miles I did, and that's a fraction of what that is. The
5: ten miles I felt it next morning. You know, you I'll tell you what, I wanna I wanna hear more about this. Let's hear more about this after the break. It's 0208 O two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. We wanna hear from you. Plus, do you know what I wouldn't mind? I wouldn't mind doing a bit of a school report. I wanna know what you make of Millwall season. Grade 'em. A, B plus, C, whatever. Uh let's have that. Let's have your prefect as well your prefect of the year, you know, or, or your school <laughs> prefect. Um, and and let's, have the, uh, let's have the grade that you rate uh, Neil Harris and his side this season. It's Love Sport Radio. So many people are now overweight. I say life is like a box of chocolates. It
2: doesn't last long if you're fat. 5.58 five, a.m. Love, Love, Love Sport. The fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com predict seven results win seven figures oh
6: tremendous i'm a big fan of walls many people are saying walls is what it's all about
2: this is love sport the fans show on love sport with seven OTV.com. predict seven to net a million
5: now nick I remember you a couple of weeks ago just limbering up for your walk that you were going to be doing one Saturday afternoon. Tell us about it. How did it go? What did you get up to? Where did you struggle? Where did you do well? It went brilliantly. Um, It was a walk for Isla.
4: We walked from the West Ham training ground, which for those who don't know... Rush Green. Rush Green, out near Chadwell Heath. Mm. Um, 10-mile walk, I think it was overall, via um, Barking and up through East Ham up to the site of the old Berlin ground, which as we've said a few times now is a sad, pitiable... um, um, building site now, where once it was one of the, you know, even as a Millwall fan, I think we can all agree it was an iconic English venue, and I, I just find it deeply sad that these these places go. Um, so we stopped for a beer and a spread in the Berlin Tavern, which um, is a, an iconic West Ham Very world. well received? Very well received, um, very friendly, decent people. Um, you know, there's a lot that's been said and written about this West Ham and Millwall thing, and, and you see some of the media coverage of it at times. It's, it's a little bit like reading... Um, you know a, a cartoon and people have no idea I call it a shambles a shambles um I I just think people on the outside and I, I would include West Ham in this but certainly from the Millwall perspective those that are on the outside of the club have not got a clue what it's like it, they're, they're they're very you know these are decent people we I walk with decent people trying to help a, a youngster uh, and it's found common cause with with Millwall supporters because in the same traditional working class way there's a Decent bedrock of people that follow our club and the the cartoon image you see on on TV and in the media. It's um, I'll choose my words carefully because we're Ofcom um, governed here. It's a load of tosh. Um, it, it's you know it was it was a great walk and a good time. Finished up for a beer in, in a bowling, um, Photos outside. Um, some nice people. Mark uh, Mark Little, a boxer, a West Ham boxer. Um, shook hands with him. Had a drink with him in, in in the pub and then we moved on afterwards to the the new stadium, which is. Obviously, at um, Westfield Olympic Park, and, and we finished there. Got talking to the likes of Pat, we've just heard from. Um, no, it was a good day. We, we did it in West Ham shirts, uh, a, a mate of mine, Bill, and, and myself okay. did it in West Ham shirts because I think it's a great story that, you know, football is this, there are things more important than football, and cancer has no colours. Mm. And, and the fact that you're prepared to walk with this so called. You know, most hated enemies shirt on. I just think sends a, a good message, and it made made a nice story. Got some good coverage out of it, and some good money. Most importantly of all, because as that we said, awesome. it's it's what it comes down to. Um, there's a there's a video doing the rounds of, of another uh, chap I know, Tony Monday, who's, who raised a huge amount twenty twenty plus thousand. He did a, a half marathon uh, and then a run from uh, the Den to to the uh, to and, and the Olympic Park via a couple of West Ham hostels, and he's raised twenty raised twenty thousand pound plus. Which is an incredible achievement, and it, it's, it, it just reinforces the fundamental decency of many, many footballers. Tony's not Grumpy Grimace, is he? I don't think that's Grumpy, no. No, no. Tony's on there as Johnny Reeves. Johnny Reeves, I think oh, he's on there. I don't know. I'd like to know where Johnny Reeves comes from. I've never fathomed that part out, but... Tony had his hair dyed claret and blue and ran in a full kit turnout, you know, full kit, West Ham. Um, Great effort. And as I say, it just just shows what people people are willing to do for others. And I think it's just wonderful, wonderful stuff.
5: Shows a great sense of community. But after this...
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
5: Uh, I believe we're going to be, well, we're going to be focusing back on Millwall. Let's go to a quick break. This is Love Sport.
6: I'm coming, UK, just like Stormy Daniels. I'm
2: coming. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly.
5: Evening, it's Love Sport Radio. Nick, you were fortunate enough to chat to Steve Kavanagh um, this it. week. Um, about things going on in the city at the moment. Tell us what happened. Um, I've got, I got a chance to speak to
4: Steve. There's obviously um, constantly at Mill that we have the um, the issues with Lewisham Council, but um, on a wider level, um, the club have a lot of links to the likes of the For Jimmy charity, the, the Barry and Margaret Mizzen uh, uh, memorial um, fund set up in, in memory of Jimmy Mizzen that was sadly killed. Uh, 10 years ago, and there was a memorial service in uh, St. George's Circus Cathedral this week. And I was fortunate enough to speak to Steve Cavanaugh, our chief executive, about that and some other issues where our club, Millwall, and others in, in this city can try to do something good to combat the the spate of incidents we've all been hearing about across the, uh, across, across the capital. So I'm just going to switch over now to Steve and, and my interview with him earlier on. So, Steve, there's been um, just a change of mood of the conversation. There's been a spate of knife crime incidents across the capital recently. Um, huge concern for us all. I think and I don't know if you'd agree um, that Millwall and its community scheme and the For Jimmy a group that we've got good links to can bring something to the table on, on this issue.
9: No, absolutely. We, I mean, I attended uh, the For Jimmy uh, memorial uh, for the ten years yesterday. Um, it was a, was a fantastic event. Um, the politicians were there. So Dee Calm was there. I think you know that foundation spoke about what they've been doing for ten years. Barry, Barry and Margaret both spoke, and um, and, and they've got a unique approach to what they're doing. And Barry spoke to me afterwards and said, you know. We already do a lot together with the community trust. and Millwall, and we had them on the pitch against Fulham, and they got a fantastic reception here because they are part of of that Millwall family, um, and they they very much feel they're part of that Millwall family, yeah, yeah. Um, and they see it that way, and they want to they want to do more, um, and I think we can do more. And 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 I managed to speak to Sadiq Khan. Uh, and she gave me ten minutes afterwards after right, the event, okay. which is very good uh, yeah. and very good of him. I literally just stopped him to to introduce myself, but he stopped and we had. Ten minutes. We spoke about um, what the community trust does, what the foundation does. He said, oh, "There's loads of Millwall fans here." I said, "That's because you know Jimmy and the foundation. They're part of us. They're yeah, part of part our part of the family. family. They, they are what we are, and we're in. We're deeply entwined together, and want to do more." And, and I, I wrote to him afterwards to, to reinforce this, and I said, "You need to come and listen to us. You need to come and work with us. You need to come and understand what a foot." community scheme and what football engagement in that community is because if you if you get that and understand that you've got some very powerful tools all around London, Absolutely. London clubs and, and I said to him I'm happy to actually lead trying to bring London clubs together and I, and I know I'll be pushing an open door with their community trust to actually bring them in and start collectively working on this, doing something different, something that is not the normal, same way the politicians have always done this Actually embracing football and, and how they engage, and we're there. And I said, I'm I'm calling on you to use us and to come to us. And in fact, I'm demanding you do that because we're here and we think, you know, especially with the Mizens, so we've got some solutions and, and different answers. There isn't one answer. There isn't one easy way. There isn't a, an overnight quick fix on this. But when you listen to what Barry and Margaret and they were on the news last night and what they've been doing as a foundation, they're making a, a lot change and yes at the moment it's bad but how bad would it be if that wasn't there and they yeah. hadn't had 10 years of experience it could be a lot worse so Sadiq actually listened very strongly to that and, I, and I've asked him and uh um, Damien Egan to come down. I said, Come down together, come and see what we do, right. get an understanding of it, and I think you'll leave uh, with some fresh ideas and fresh imagination on how to try and maybe drive things forward. Fantastic. That's that's a hopeful conversation, Steve. Yeah, it was very good. Um, yeah, and then, uh, then he asked about property as well. Uh, oh, yeah. He, he, thought, <laughs> he, he, he said, he said I, I thought the property was uh, all sorted. Did so he? I said, right. No, and I, I explained to him, I said, You know, so we've just spoken about the community trust. Mm. So the community trust is blighted because whilst the CPO has been taken, is, isn't there currently, it was there. The previous council and cabinet brought back on the club and the trust, mm. and it could come back at any moment. So you've got a community trust sitting there. It needs refreshing, it needs new surfaces on its plan it needs new classrooms, it needs developing it needs investment that investment can't exist at the moment because in a year's time they could be under a CPO and being moved or knocked down or replaced by Energize or whatever that the, the re- scheme, that, that, yeah, yeah, which produce. will never happen. But different issue. So, whilst that blight is there and that 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 is hanging over us, that's a major problem. And his exact words were: "No London club must ever have the sword of Damocles hanging over it." And I thanked him for that. He asked me to speak to Damien first which I respected um, and I wrote to, to um, Sadiq yesterday and copied in Damien and I said I'll oh, we'll try Damien first and hopefully once Damien's got his, his feet and has got a clear way then we'll have that conversation and, um, I'm, and I'm, I'm hoping I don't have to call on the Mayor because Damien will see things the same as the Mayor that having a community trust that is delivering such good work yeah. has solutions for major issues in the borough and not not just street violence, other issues as well, that if actually they engage in a positive manner and come together with us, then that can be powerful. I think Sadiq Khan yesterday saw that, and if he can, if can get him down, and if, if Damien can do the same, then hopefully in partnership with the Mayor of London, with the Lewisham Council, and Damien Egan as a new leader, and the Community Trust and the MISM Foundation, we can have a really bright, visionary future. But obviously that means... We can't have the sword of Damocles hanging over us anymore. That needs to move first. I'm into that. Um, That's
4: great stuff, Steve. I appreciate it, mate. Good.
5: Uh, sorry excuse me we were having a bit of a chat
4: there weren't we we were we having a bit of a chat we don't normally run with the old audio clips and we're like no. chatting away about the world world, and it's you know it's it and then we've, we forgot it ends no it would be good if we could
5: just record it and then we'd just talk go down the pub Aaron couldn't we <laughs> hey we've got a studio next door <laughs> we've got a studio next door we'll be speaking to Mickey Simpsons ne- Mickey Simpsons Mickey Simpson next on Lost Sport Radio but let me tell you Nick mm. it's finished Derby County 1 Fulham 0 in a game where Fulham had plenty of opportunities on goal they really pushed Derby the majority of the possession, but Gary Rowett's side have held out. What kind of a, a result is that?
4: Well, it's, I mean, clearly huge one for Derby, who looked like they were going to go on the wobble towards the end of the season, but they they turned it around just in time. Um, Fulham, I don't know. I mean, I've not seen enough of them over the season. I've only seen them the twice we've we've played them, and my my thoughts on them is that they're very pretty and they're very good going forwards. But do they have the fight? Um, which I think is a line from the Dirty Dozen, isn't it? Um, so I, I don't think they have. I mean, tonight's result is a huge um, situation for them. Premier League football's on the table. And um, they've come away on the losing side. Of it. I don't fancy them at the Cottage at all. I think that they're, they're going to go out. I think the winner of the, prem, uh, the uh, playoffs will come from the Middlesbrough-Aston Villa uh, face-off, and I think that will be Middlesbrough.
5: Bold call. Mm. Very very bold call. Thank you very much, Bongo, for tweeting in today. I like your new profile picture, Bongo. Very nice. It's, it's a picture of a lion. King King at a long distance holiday, nice. Bongo. He's, we, he's, he's, he loves a whole long. Does long. He? he? does love the old South Sea Islands. Nice one, Bongo. Nice one. send great words from Steve Cavanagh. To think, years ago, we just used to play football. Yeah, I mean, it was an
4: interesting conversation, um, and clearly, there's a lot going on in the capital. Um, mm. Tragic stuff. We 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 all read the papers and we all see our, our news. Um, um, and I, I just find it interesting that um, politicians across the board have not yet reached out to those that do do stuff. And Millwall and other clubs—we're not the only ones—but we're speaking on behalf of Millwall here tonight. Have a great track record in reaching local kids and trying to turn them away from the use of knives, gang culture, um, guns, and all the rest of it. We, we're doing it. We're right now, and. I wonder what goes through some of these politicians' minds at times, because it's easy to pose and say all the right things, but mm. it's, it's about what you actually do. Action speak louder no than words. And Millwall, like others, not just us, but others too, are out there working with these kids
5: right now. With you know crime in the capital being so high, the role of community trusts and and you know community programs run by football clubs like Millwall, I look at Fulham, Millwall, Wimbledon, these kinds of clubs who are in areas, especially in, West Ham. in West Ham, South West Ham too. I, I West in, as well, yes. You know, I live in East
4: London, they're doing it too. It's, it's huge. I mean, the power of football, as, as I think Steve said there, is, is massive. If you can reach these kids and they, you know, they'll listen to stars of the game in a way they won't listen to anybody else. Um, and if you can get that message to them and it will turn some away, you'll never get them all, but if you can turn some around, then that's surely got to be worth, worth the, the, the time and trouble. I mean, I know that Steve's keen to speak to Sadiq Khan, Mayor of London. Who knows whether that'll happen? Oh, ah, well, you know, he, he, in fairness to Sadiq, he was at the, um, you know, the, the, the service for, for Jimmy Mizzen and he took time to go and speak to Steve. Now, that, I take my hat off today. He didn't have to do mm. that. He could have got lost in the crowd there fairly easily. Um, we're looking now for Damien Egan, who is uh, mayor of Lewisham, to, to match and do the same. You know, there's much that the mill can do for, for the borough of Lewisham, there's much that all clubs across the capital can do for the city.
5: Do you want that film, um, Coming to America?
4: with Eddie Murphy yeah. yeah
5: do you remember the song I believe the children are the future <laughs>
4: <laughs> kumbaya we're going to no, go we're going to go to West Ham Randy, joined,
5: Randy Watson I joined band. Millwall West End choir no it was Randy Watson and his band Sexual Chocolate <laughs> <laughs> wonderful band wonderful band wonderful times uh, we'll be we speaking to Mickey Simpson next on Love Sport hey talk sport Hillary Clinton has got more balls than you do
2: 558 five, AM Love Sport the fans show on love sport with 7otb.com predict 7 to net a million our old pal grumpy grimace has
5: tweeted in I what's won't be reading saying? it yet though he because I, well he, well he's given us his full you know his, his end of term report I want to hear your end of year report for Millwall where have they ranked for you plus I want to know the school prefect for this year at love sport radio on twitter he is at what are you at what am I at yeah what what's your twitter
4: <laughs> come on, well, I, I'm, come at, on. I'm at CBL underscore magazine. Well, there you, you go. lost me there, Aaron. CBR. I was focused magazine? on the on the embarrassing bodies screen that's going on. It's not
5: embarrassing way. bodies. It's actually um, you're not like a plastic surgery, surgery nightmares. It's, it's, a it's a lady who's had so much plastic surgery. Her nickname is Concrete Smile. Anyway, <laughs> one man that doesn't believe in all that is Mickey Simpson. Mickey, uh, he joins us on the line at the moment.
3: Evening. Evening, how you doing, You're right. Good evening, Mick. Oh, good, Mickey. Good what evening, are Nick. How you doing? You all
4: right? Oh, good,
3: mate. How's the A2 tonight? Oh, the A2 is alright. I think it's the whenever there's something on the end. See, I, after the, this week's debate mm-hmm. about Millwall fans living in Kent, maybe I should just, you know, <laughs> take the vow of silence here. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but yeah, recently, recently, um, possibly, allegedly moving out of Bermondsey into Dartford um, for the sake of my children. I live fairly close to the M25, and this anything goes wrong on the M25, um, my roads around my house become a car park. No, there's and, no, there's um, no chance of the club following
4: oh, yeah. you in down there, down to Dartford, Nick, is there?
3: No chance of me all coming down to Dartford? <laughs> oh, mate, do you know what? It'll be lovely, because then it stops it being about a four-hour round trip. Lo- lovely for you. Depending on traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah lovely. I can, walk, I can walk to it, so yeah, but no... Um... <laughs> no, I don't know. It all depends on what Lewisham does, really, doesn't it? So, yeah. Well, we've
4: had some good news on that front tonight, haven't we? <clears throat> good news of sorts. Um, Mayor Damien Egan has posted that um, he's written to both Millwall Football Club and Renewal, um, Mr. Malik, asking for talks to try and bring both parties together. That's That's got to be a hopeful step in the right direction. Well, do you
3: disagree? Do you disagree? Well, with you? I, think, I, well <laughs> I think actions speak louder than words um, and go back to obviously. What he said previous and everything else. I don't know why renewals being involved, but it is what it is. Um, wait and see what comes, let the club deal with it, um, and then hopefully see where it goes from there. Um, hopefully, the club will put a statement out over the next few days. Um, probably they'll wait until they get the letter, yeah. um, and then they go from there. But yeah, actions definitely speak louder than words. We've uh, We've heard hoo-hahs before, um, where they played down the CPO, pretended to really well away when he hadn't. So we'll wait and see.
4: Some interesting words from Steve early on as well in the, in the interview I did about the you know the club's wider aims to yeah. try and, and help the uh, the area, the Burmese area, the Dorish and Borough. Um, some I, I great initiatives we've got going there. If, if the politicians will take up the, the mantle.
3: I, I mean, I spoke to Steve in the week about that and. It was... I think it's just getting crazy. There's so many kids dying for no reason. Just yeah. literally most weekends, most days, most mornings, you're waking up hearing of it. The club's been working with the Met, or the community side of the club's been working with the Met, for probably 10 years plus. Um, and then, obviously, you've got Jimmy, who's, who's pretty much part of our family, Lock, Stock and Barrel. And they've been doing the same, working on life crime, etc. for what best part of 10 years yeah. as well. Um, and you know what... <laughs> Margaret and Barry have turned what the pain and grief they went through and actually trying to give something back to the community. You've got Millwall them both expertise in that field. The Met use Millwall for a lot of stuff because obviously they know that they've got the expertise for it. Yet, you've got politicians arguing over scoring silly little points with each other rather than going to someone potentially got everything in place. You just might need to throw a bit of money at it and they can start working tomorrow morning. Um, to me... It's a no-brainer. It's the name no-brainer. of the political game, of day, isn't it? Well, at the end of the day, it's money. or well, people's lives don't really matter. So, you know, at the end of the day, forget the politician side of it and just throw the money at it and get it sorted.
4: I mean, a lot of the the schemes that the the community trust have run are award-winning, and they they've reached out mm-hmm. to kids and you know um, people uh, you know, with, with learning disabilities, reading yep. classes, all sorts of stuff, trying to help people back into employment. All the all the good and great yeah, they They've from, done but, the thing
3: with the, they're doing a the thing with the ex squaddies at the moment, with the soldiers, soldiers at the moment, yeah, getting them, you know, the ones who come out, getting them trained up, and getting them back into employment. So the trouble is, is that much of what they do. No one knows about. I mean one day it'd be good for maybe to go down the club and yeah. and actually speak to the people yeah, concerned. Quite, you know, I'll, meet yeah. I'll, I'll take you around we we'll meet everyone that's concerned, you can see what they do and actually put it out there because no one knows what they do. They do everything from kids football all the way up to you know, elderly football, walking football, um, gang schemes, taking, um, taking kids from, you know, who get suspended, that sort of stuff, they run classes there for those sort of kids they do, you know, you name it, they do it um,
4: It, it would be, um, be great to have this burden lifted off of Millwall's shoulders I mean, I, maybe I'm a little bit more optimistic maybe I'm a little bit more naive than you are Mickey but I, I took a bit of comfort out of um, Egan's words tonight, I, I thought it might be a first step in the right direction because I think it would be a burden think, off the club's I shoulders to, to get, get this I, thing settled I, uh,
3: I think it is, but I don't know, maybe part of me is, you know, sceptical and, and cynic in me, you know, Steve Met, um, said it yesterday and then all of a sudden now the other letters have begun to be done you know, as long as it's being done for the right reasons, and great if it, you know, as long as it's not some PR show, then
4: no. Yeah, well, we we, we live in hope. Um, mm. I think it's a step in the right direction. Personally, we'll, we'll see. Mm. Actions speak louder than words. Um,
3: I think it's a step in the right direction, but again, you know, I think you know, actions do speak louder than words on it. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. do you want to mention the Wonderwall Cup mix? I'm going to have to wind you up shortly, mate, because we're, we're getting yeah, No ways, no worries. I, I can't. It's I won't beat around the bush.
3: Man. <laughs> you're very professional, then. Man, so, yeah. um, Wonderwall Cup is is between a couple of um, Millwall fans, myself and a guy called Andy who's up in Manchester. Yeah. And we wanted to use football um to basically bring two cities together who would, you know, and unite and through the grief was will, will suffer both those two cities yeah. um, and it's Manchester eleven versus a London eleven. When's um, it taking seven place date? Twenty seventh of May, three o'clock yeah. kickoff okay. tickets to ten pounds for adults, six pounds for under sixteens and three pounds for under um twelves. It'll be a good day out. It's going to be, you know, loads of fun and games, um, a good game of football, and uh, and be able to obviously get signatures and all that. There are VIP and there is a. And after party available, so yeah, you know, details are across the social media. So if you um, look at the hashtag Wonderwall Cup twenty eighteen, you'll be able to find the, the Twitter and Instagrams we'll and everything else from
5: there. Very quickly, Mickey, we we are asking who your uh, well, what the the end of term grades you'd give to Millwall is this season, and and the uh, the, the prefect, the class prefect.
3: Um. I'd probably go. Realistically, class prefect. I'd probably who's been picked, probably Hutchinson or Cooper, or even to say, you know, Neil Harris, because what he's done is he's he's pretty much
5: who's well, he
3: got a team. He's, yeah, well, he's got yeah, but you know, he's he's got a team working on the pitch, and and also if you look at the inner runnings of the club, everybody department wise seems to be running in unison. So rather before where it never used to be one. It now seems as if there's a family with him from... The owner, all the way down to, you know, the cleaner and the fan and everyone else. It just seems to be unity between everybody. And you can see that playing out with the 12th man and obviously the players on the pitch. But if I had to choose to, it would probably be Hutchinson or um nice. or I think they were up and coming, in yeah.
5: Brilliant stuff, Mickey. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. There he is, Mickey Simpson. This is Love Sport Radio.
6: Ronaldo's goal, better overhead skills than Charlton's come over That's I can tell
2: you. Love sports.
5: Look, I wish I could do, you know, six hours back to back to back, but I can't. Ed Bausch in on the late shift. Ed, what's coming up, pal?
7: We are going to be looking at the stock market. It's very high these days. Can it last? Lots of suggestions that it may not. We may be getting the end of this stock market boom. And sticking with the stock market, we talk about Next, which is actually doing rather well at the minute. Very good online. Although, apparently, their big problem is the 20-somethings like you, Aaron, think mm. it's a bit fusty and somethings. tired do you think next is a bit fusty and tired Aaron? Uh, what,
5: funny you say that I was talking to a friend of mine today and we were we were talking about shops and, and she was asking me how would you describe a shop like the, the, the clientele that goes in yeah. there and next if, if you were to, to ask me about next I'd say it's a man approaching his middle ages goes in there yeah. and his wife picks his clothes up for him
0: I think, yeah.
4: I
5: think he's looking at you and me here right? <laughs> oh no no James I think he is. you're very swaggy <laughs> men
7: you're very well, swaggy men it's Pirate, like, some, someone
5: says to me what about Burton and I estate
7: agent (laughs) well do you get like JD Sports that sort of thing no 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 No? no No. No. Well, you look very no. smart wherever you go, Aaron. Thanks, mate. Thanks. I can say I,
5: that. I'm, I'm only wearing these kids because I, t- I took the dog to the vet, so...
7: Okay, <laughs> very good. The the vet, so, yeah, Very, very, very good. Yeah. Um, we're also talking about Sadiq Khan. He wants to do a ban for ads for junk food on the tube and the buses and all the rest of it, and I think that seems like a pretty good idea. It's not stopping anyone eating Big Macs. It's just trying to persuade people to get off it if they can, so we'll be talking about that. If any listeners have got views on that, would love to hear from, mm. hear from you mm. Love Sport Radio, of course, on Twitter. Is Sadiq Khan right to do that junk food ban? Should the government follow Sadiq Khan's lead and do a junk food ad ban across the UK? I'm sure when the tobacco ad ban first came in, people thought, this is nuts, this is weird. And then we all got used to it, didn't we? we do, all... do
4: McDonald's still place their, out their product with football? I mean, they, they were big in the know. world. Cup they sponsored the Community
5: Shield
7: um, for years. Ah, well, I mean, that,
4: the Charity Shield the principle of what he's doing there is, is a great yeah. one because that's a, it's a killer, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Fast food
7: is a killer. No. I mean, ITV and Sky will hate it if, that, if this ban happened. Absolutely. They would be absolutely livid. So they will possibly stop any such Isn't ban happening. The
5: world a funny place these days! We're just shutting down more and more avenues that we create.
7: But it's it's not it's not like stopping. If you want to have a Big Mac in when you finish no, no, the no, no, show, no, no. you what, can have what, it. What I'm talking about the ads.
5: You know, it's like we created that platform for the ads to be. Showing we created those businesses. Yeah. It's the same as uh, the high street. I look at it, you know, back in the day, you know, the newfangled high streets were like the most amazing places to go. It's like, wow, yeah, let's yeah. all go to a shopping center. Now, yeah, yeah. you've got a
7: shopping center and there's no shops in there anymore. Yeah.
0: You know, no, no, weird, no, just, no. We,
5: we are the creators of
7: our own sort of downfall well this goes back to next their online sales have risen 18 percent in the last year just in the last right. year high street down about five percent uh, and people said that was a I good will, result
5: i will tell you something my my, uh, my my dear old mum she she recently left a job with a very very big name shop and i'll tell you who it is off air okay and says they're in big trouble right big trouble right and, right, and right. um Funny enough, she, she was given the opportunity to jump before it sang, and she took it, and she's well happy now. But I'll be giving you the name off it.
7: Excellent. <laughs> anyway, Ed, and then I'll say it 10 minutes'
5: time. On Ed, help, Ed is up next very quickly. Grumpy Grimace has tweeted into Mill report season A-prefect minus Marlon Romaya. I'm heading in head boy, Sean Hutchinson. Harris B. plus Cahill's return was a master strike However, some of his sub-decisions were questionable, and at the time, the Rochdale FA Cup tie was disappointing. Nick, thank you very much. You're looking You're handsome. Welcome. Enjoy your weekend. I'm back Sunday from 6 p.m and we're doing a playoff special. I'm buzzing. Thank you very much, Jamie. See you later, pal.
6: It's nearly time for the news, real news, unless I'm in any of the stories, in which case it's probably fake news. Love sport.
0: This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said dot com.
3: I'm Lionel from Peace Haven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend it everybody does
0: the same a spokesman said.com getting real people real savings compare home energy quotes from the uk's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money compare switch and save with a spokesman said.com fighting for you saving you money
2: love sport available on radio player and TuneIn radio for your smartphone download now from the app store and google play you could visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings.
0: You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply. for quick reply. Affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving, you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. Look, 50% off bed sheets And these towels.
2: Why is everything floral?
0: Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum, she's staying with us until her extension's built.
2: Are you joking? I told you last
6: week. You
0: didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants, and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months.
7: Good evening, it's Ed Boucher back on the Friday night late shift here on Love Sport. Good to see you and chat to you again. In today's show, we're going to be doing lots of stuff. We're going to be looking at stock markets. Have global stock markets hit a new high? Is that the end of the current boom? There's lots of mergers going on. That's often a sign that a boom is about to end. We'll be talking about Sadiq Khan's ban on junk food advertising and also Iran. Loads of other stuff on Love